1: Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm editor Candace Gibson, joined as always by Josh Curious Like a Cat Clark.
3: Hey, Candace. Hey, Hi. how are hey. you? Hey. <laughs> so, uh, I've been smoking cigarettes dipped in formaldehyde all day, and it's kind of reminded me of my youth. Um,. Uh, back in the uh, 80s, how, how old were you? Were you even sentient in the 80s?
2: Negative six.
3: Oh, I was running around like a wild march hare in the 80s. I was definitely a child of the Cold War. Thankfully, you didn't really have to live through that. It was kind of a weird time, right? There's some great movies that came out of it, like Red Dawn. You ever seen that? No. Oh my god, that's a good movie. Ruskies? No. It's a pretty good one too. War Games? No. And well, they're all very good movies, but they kind of created a, a mentality in me, my impressionable young formaldehyde adult brain, um, of, <laughs> of, uh, of fear. Everybody was just kind of afraid during the Cold War. And I remember my earliest experience at a concert. Well, one of them, it was a Howard Jones show at Pine Knob. Great place to see a show, outdoor amphitheater in Michigan. Um, and I started crying. And my older sister looked over at me like, what's wrong with you? And I told her I was afraid that the Russians were going to hear us and nuke us. So um, that was kind of the the prevailing mentality. I don't know if everybody cried at Howard Jones shows, but I definitely wasn't just totally off the chart. So as I get older, I start to uh, look into this whole thing. You know, the Cold War, it's a pretty interesting uh, experience. Um, And I found that we had enough nuclear capability uh, at one time for either side to wipe one another off the, the face of the earth. Was I right to cry at this Howard Jones show? Was this fact or fiction?
2: Scarily enough, that's actually fact. And as we know, the Cold War was a war of threats. It was sort of abstract as far as war goes. There right. weren't weapons being fired. And it sort of blossomed out of tensions between the ideologies of capitalism the US and communism, the USSR, the Soviet right. Union. And both nations were stockpiling nuclear weapons. Um, the United States developed the atom bomb and then Russia responded with the hydrogen bomb and then back and forth. It was very much a tit for tat nuclear proliferation sort of thing. So
3: it was like a war of threats but everybody had the goods to back it up.
2: Yeah, right? yeah, almost like um, capital and yeah. there was real gold in the safe, you so, know.
3: Well, why, why, why are we still here? Why wasn't there that nuclear annihilation that that I was so concerned with as, as a youth.
2: That's the kicker. No one ever used these weapons. Right. People understood, yeah, they're really powerful, I could wipe out my enemy, but it's tantamount to suicide, firing one, because you wipe out yourself, too. How you so? See, well, the weapons were strong enough to destroy the world a couple times over. Right. That's how much power was in them. Right. And so the doctrine of mutual assured destruction okay. was formed, um, acronym M.A.D., Appropriate, appropriate enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> and both sides understood that neither side would ever fire one of these weapons, but it was the threat of having them in their arsenals mm-hmm. that gave both nations equal footing and uh, conventional warfare wasn't used either. There were no guns, no tanks, no bombs, nothing like this fired, because according to the theory of the ladder of escalation, mm-hmm. if there were a smaller shot fired, the next nation would respond with a bigger shot, mm-hmm. and even bigger and bigger and bigger and so forth, until someone pulled out the big gun. Or the yeah, nuclear you eventually warhead.
3: arrive at nuclear war. Exactly. Well, thanks for clearing that up for me, Ken. You're I feel a lot welcome. better now, strangely.
2: I know. The Cold War. And I feel a little bit more warm and cozy I can about let it. go of
3: my past. <laughs> if
2: you want to learn even more about the Cold War, you can read What's Mutual Assured Destruction and also our article on How Game Theory Works mm-hmm. on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and
1: thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. And hmm. not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world,
3: Be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.